Welcome to the Center in the City podcast. I'm your host, Wade Brill, and during this series, I'll be interviewing various thought leaders, wellness experts, and humans on how they practice sustainable self-care and mindfulness. We'll get real and raw, talk about the light and the shadow side of self-care and mindfulness, and how we can actually stay centered amid the chaos and the hustle and bustle of our modern day world. So settle in and get centered. This podcast episode is brought to you by Centered in the City, a virtual on-demand self-care and mindfulness platform with over 200 different meditations, journaling prompts, nourishing recipes, and Pilates flows, all designed to support you feeling calm, focused, and energized as you live your life in this modern day world. For more information, head on over to centeredinthecity.org and claim your seven-day free trial. Welcome back to the Center in the City podcast. I am so excited to have Ryan Woodbury with us as a guest. Ryan and I have known each other since high school and many different connections, and so it's so fun to be able to see somebody you've known for over 15 years grow and expand and have really great, amazing impact in the world. Ryan is a co-founder and co-CEO of Needed, which is a nutrition company on a mission to empower real nutritionment in women on their journey to motherhood and beyond. A little bit about Ryan. She is a mom to a 10-month-old, as well as a few rescue mutts. Ryan has a background in environmental science as well as holistic nutrition and extensive training in folk herbalism. You can learn more about Ryan in our show notes. I wanted to have her on the podcast today to talk about nutrition and supplements. I think this is such an interesting exploration around how we take care of ourselves and even explore staying centered from a hormonal place. This is something that we tend not to think about. I know I didn't think about it for years and years. In today's episode, we break down nutrition supplements in some more detail. Also, at the end of this interview, I'll come back on for a little solo exploration around how to even practice taking supplements as a form of ritual and self-love. This is something I've been really focusing on. So settle in to this episode and let's get centered. Ryan, welcome to the Center of the City podcast. Wait, I'm so excited to be here. I feel like, oh, it's been too long since we've caught up. Yes, and... I, it's just so, my heart expands, like watching the evolution of, of needed grow and your business grow from like when we did a pop-up together at the Riveter, like over five years ago. So, um, I'm just excited to connect and I'd love to begin by sharing with our listeners a time when you weren't centered, whatever that means to you and how you supported yourself recentering. Oh gosh, that's such a good way to start. Um, there's been so many instances when I am not centered. And I, I mean, I could probably talk about one right now that is, I think I'm coming off of an okay period of not being centered, but one that I can name. Um, 
over the last um, 11 weeks, my uh, my business partner was on maternity leave and my husband, um, I li- we live in Los Angeles, but he's temporarily working in Dallas. So he's not here during the week. Wow. Um, so I have a, um, a 10-month-old daughter and then two rambunctious mutts that require a lot of attention. So I feel like in some ways, you know, I'm solo parenting at home and in the business and you know, was happy to do it, but it very much was a period of sort of blinders on. I'm not doing anything but sort of work and and taking care of the kiddos. And um, I am very much in this moment of we're about next week is Christmas of how do I use a little bit of quietness over the Christmas season to to think about like, okay, what does newfound sort of balance look like for me? And what am I really trying to solve for in the new year? Because I think I've pushed a lot of the, you know, taking care of myself aside to keep Mm -hmm. work and keep, um, you know, the three kiddos happy and healthy. And, you know, just like little things of like, at the dentist yesterday and then being like you're doing a much worse job than usual brushing your teeth and I'm like yeah because like usually I'm chasing the baby around while I'm doing it (laughs) yeah so how have you been supporting yourself recentering during this time of sole parenting in life and in work yeah so I think truthfully a lot of it has been just over the last two weeks a little bit of a mindset shift I think originally I was heading into the holidays it needed. We try to shut down as much as possible between Christmas and New Year's as, you know, most of our manufacturers are gone and we just do some light sort of customer service coverage to make sure orders are going out, but otherwise want folks to sort of have a break and a reset with their families. And I think I had the mindset of, okay, I just need to get to, you know, the 24th, the day before Mm -hmm. Christmas, and then I can relax and was realizing actually in talking to my acupuncturist like a week ago of like, I don't even think I can fully get there of just like full hard charging. So it's been, I think at the starting of pulling back even before like, you know, new year, new you, it's okay. Starting now, what do I need to like prioritize to make sure what needs to get done? And then what can I let go of to happen in the new year such that I can free up a couple more moments of time to a yoga class in or fit a walk with a friend, which hadn't really been happening. I love that your uh, acupuncturist gave you that moment of pause to reflect, right? Because I, you're not alone. I do it too. Of You know, we're at the like, end of the year, put your foot on the gas, try to get everything done. And then that realization of like, the end of the new year is like an arbitrary deadline besides taxes, right? That kind of hold us, <laughs> hold us. Like those are the only things that really have to be processed before the new year. And so just like even that just kind of zooming out to reprioritize, to recenter yourself, I think is words of wisdom that we can all hear yeah. many like times. You can start tomorrow. Again. You can start now. You don't have to like wait to that. Like, oh, you know, when I get to this milestone, it's going to be better. Yes. And you don't have to like push yourself to the max to then feel like, oh, I deserve the rest. I want to talk about needed, obviously, uh, because I have had a really interesting relationship to like supplements and vitamins my whole life. I have never really taken them. Even going through cancer and afterwards, you know, there's this like, rebuilding up of my system and my immunity that I felt like I really needed to go through, but I just couldn't, couldn't get myself to take supplements. And 
what really kind of has inspired this shift in inside of my relationship with it is just I feel like I paid so much attention to how I nourish my body with food and it hit a point of just realizing that our food system is so depleted in a way and that my body needs other vitamins and nutrients to balance myself out that I can't get from food as much as I think I can get it all from food. And I've been taking B12 and that's made a huge shift. And I used to take omega-3 pretty consistently and then kind of fell off. And anyway, so I've recently been taking the women's health plan and I'm loving it. And I would just love to like talk about your journey with Needed and your mission with Needed and how you're supplying not only women during pregnancy of how to be nutritionally balanced, but even like the pre stuff that like no one even thinks about. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I will start because I think my initial journey was like, so in alignment with what you're talking about, starting with food, starting with our environment. I was an environmental science major in college, spent a bunch of time on, you know, regenerative agriculture, working with a nutrition professor. How do you maximize like, you know, your nutrition content out of food and was surprised to find where food was falling short from what you described of both I think on the one side of you know just food depletion whether it's from soil to just like even how quickly you eat it even if you do buy at the farmer's market there is like a you know a die-off period from when you go on Sunday to maybe eat it the next Saturday um to just environmental toxins whether that be things in our water contamination to just like stress that it increases our need for extra nutritional support and just believe fundamentally that like it all it starts with food it starts with stress management but having additional support where a quality supplement can add that allows us to as women sort of thrive not just survive. And, um, and really, I think that was the core of what led us to needed. We are mainly focused on the perinatal life stage as a starting point. And why we started there was just that's where I think the gaps between food and nutritional needs are most exacerbated. That, um, you know, because pregnancy and postpartum nursing are the most nutritionally intensive time periods of a woman's life. And we found very quickly that a standard prenatal wasn't cutting it and setting sort of women up for success that you could actually, you know, feel your most vibrant self in pregnancy and actually preparing, you know, the, the cognitive and immune formation and all these things of your baby to be able to be set up for optimal versus most sort of supplements that are very much designed around, you know, bare minimum needs, how do you avoid a disease condition? And that just wasn't the philosophy that we wanted to live by. Mm. Yeah. And I mean, I am, me and my husband are talking about kids in the future. I am not planning yet. We are not planning yet. But seeing all my friends, my sister, sister-in-laws like go through pregnancy and the thing, the fact that you need to take a prenatal even like before you start trying was just like mind boggling to me. And so I'm curious, like what does a prenatal even do for our bodies? Yeah. So I think effectively a lot of the reason where it's recommendation to start earlier is like fertility is really just a signal that your body's whole system is working 
optimally, right? It's not like your egg health works alone in a system, even though there's certain nutrients that can more effectively target egg health, but like your body is sort of that symphony, that orchestra, and you want to make sure it has everything it needs to work effectively. Um, but there are, you know, situations whereby in leading up to pregnancy, you want your body to feel fully nourished in its best self, such that in your body's intelligence, and it's so smart, feels like it can harbor this new life. Um, because sort of our bodies switch from prioritizing our own safety to prioritizing baby. And that's what we'd seen sort of again and again, is that in building a baby, your body diverts its nutrient stores to build that baby where you can see, you know, very unhealthy women having healthy children. Um, but I think the, the crux of that is that if women aren't fully nutritionally supported, um, it can leave them depleted. So a prenatal, I think, is both to optimize health of baby and making sure there's everything you know, baby needs, like you hear about folate all the time of critical nutrient for that early neural tube formation and baby to form properly. But it is also and what is often forgotten, a prenatal is also there to support mom to make her feel better. You just shared something around, you know, like our system, our systems don't work in isolation of each other. They're all formulated and connected. And I think that's a huge piece that anybody, whether you're pregnant or not, or trying or not, can think about like how important it is to even just like understand where our deficiencies are in our bodies. Like, are you low in vitamin D? Are you low in B12? Are you low in iron? Are you, you know, like I, I did a panel last year with uh, my primary care, just did a kind of blood panel check-in. And I had a flag around my thyroid and I was like, what? Like nobody in my family has anything thyroid related. And it was this eye-opening experience of how common thyroid issues are within women. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I did some follow-up tests and everything kind of came back normal, but they were like, keep an eye on it. And that was over six months ago. So I am due to get my updated panel. However, one of the reasons also that I was really excited to start this like women's health plan was because of the hormone balancing and the thyroid support. So can you talk to us a little bit about the thyroid and hormone support for women who are not trying yet and just how important that is? Because my doctor was stressing, like, you need to get your thyroid before you start trying. And I was like, whoa, what? Like, I never knew the thyroid was connected to pregnancy. Yeah. And I think it just goes back to, again, it's all connected, but thyroid seems to be a more common issue for women than other imbalances, I would say. So the thyroid, I think, is that just like perfect signal that, you know, a thyroid imbalance can lead to infertility problems because again, it's just one part of your system that's out of balance showing something else that is out of whack. And really that intent of our women's health plan, which in stepping back a bit to let you guys know what it is, it pairs three products together. One, a women's multivitamin, two, an omega-3, DHA, EPA, because um, most women are deficient in omega-3, and that is very important for hormone balance. And probably my favorite product, but a um, our stress support, which is uh, basically combines a bunch of adaptogenic and nervine botanicals that's really designed with the intent of how do you bring 
sort of the female body in the most like kind of balanced, vibrant self that it can be. Um, and, uh, you know, it has ashwagandha, I sort of think of ashwagandha as something that everyone can benefit for having a little bit more of, but then also something like a Shashandra berry, which is such like a, a queen botanical of really that female, um, that female beauty and that female fire kind of packaged into one of maybe that internal like it's used both for external beauty, but also for that, I think, internal feeling of like, I feel beautiful, I feel whole. And so really this kind of pairing of three products is meant to round yourself out so all of your systems can work fully together. Because you can think about it sort of like spelling, right? If you can't, if you don't have the letter B, then you can't spell like a whole host of words. And it's back to like, you know, if your system doesn't have iodine or vitamin D, it can't, um, it can't process with a whole host of systems. And the way that we ended up designing these products was in partnership with a team of interdisciplinary women's health practitioners. Because as we know, women are so understudied in the research. And a lot of the research, again, is formulated around how do you avoid a disease, not how do you set someone up for success so you can actually feel your best so what we what we turned to instead was of course traditional use of how these things had been especially the botanicals been used for you know centuries um, at different time periods but really also working with practitioners like it sounds like your uh, primary care doctor is that actually is doing sort of regular testing of women so they can correlate where do you actually see you know certain dosages working effectively for a much wider population of women to fill in those gaps from what we're getting in food. And I love, you know, I'm a big holistic person, like you can't just do one thing. So I love the holistic aspect of the health plan that there is the multivitamin, the omega-3 and the stress adaptogens. And it's interesting because omega-3s, you know, talking about nourishing ourselves, have you ever heard of the Abascal way? I don't know if I have actually. Okay. So it's this thing, I'm in, curious. The, it's yeah. this thing in the Northwest that the woman, um, her last name's Abascal, but she created this, the Abascal way to quiet inflammation. And she talks a lot about the importance of omega threes and omega six and is it omega nines or 12? I can't yeah, remember. Yeah, you want the ratio between like, there's multiple different types of omegas, but you want the ratio between them to be in optimal order. Because if you have too much omega six versus three, that can lead to an inflammatory state. And six is what you get in a lot of the like plant-based omegas and seed oils that can, when those ratios are out of whack, lead to inflammation. So she emphasizes a lot of the, I appreciate you sharing that because I don't remember the specificity. She definitely does talk about that in her book. And I, it was just eye-opening for me when thinking about nutrition because of how important it is to not have inflammation in our systems. Inflammation is the huge cause of a lot of disease and cancer in our life. And so, you know, whenever we can work on quieting the inflammation in our bodies, how there is more optimal 
health. And I noticed like, I even just feel better and thinking like, you know, we're having this conversation around the holidays where there's a lot of drinking and a lot of sugar and a lot of cheese plates and a lot, and none of that's bad. I hate like creating, you know, negative connotations around that, but I definitely feel inflamed. I can feel my body activating. I can feel my cheeks get red. I can feel, you know, just even like puffier and how having omega support I noticed has really just even helped me with that, which is even like feeling less physically inflamed. So it's so powerful to integrate it all. Yeah. Omega threes, especially like there's, there's EPA and DHA. You can think of DHA as sort of your brain structure builder and EPA is really the like hormone balance, inflammatory management powerhouse in particular. So yeah, I'm not surprised that they're, they're supporting you in that way. And then again, just like complete nutrition, because we forget that nutrients also help our body detox too, that you sort of need additional nutritional support in order to eliminate some of the more, you know, triggering elements of our diet. If people are looking to explore like what's appropriate or right for them, because you have so many options at needed, how do you best support them navigating like where they should go, where they should start. Because yeah. I think the supplement world is just very overwhelming. Like you go into Whole Foods and there's a whole aisle and you're like, what is this? That's why I've always stayed away from it. Cause I'm like, what's in this? What can I trust? You know, even getting like vitamin D it's like, eh, you know, it's just, I've always had this very like visceral stay away until I've started to play with, with needed products. So I'd yeah. love to hear and, and share with listeners. So there's three ways I would answer that question. So one, like I think from a merchandising perspective on our website, we try to bundle things into plans to give you like a starting point. So if you are someone that like isn't in that perinatal life stage, our women's health plan is a great way to start. If you're already, you know, thinking about trying to conceive one day like you are, or you're sort of done. Um, it's sort of just a core, fantastic three product balancer for women. And we try to merchandise it and then sort of market where if you need additional support, sleep support, or if you are, you know, older and, you know, fertility is in your future where you can add on some preventative egg quality support or things like that. And um, so try to make that easy to digest on our website, but two. DM us or email us um, and our, me or our customer service team is happy to get more specific in finding you the right assortment based off of what your needs are. And again, all of this is aggregated information from a team of interdisciplinary practitioners that we work with and coming to these conclusions about product design and how do you work with them together? Because all of our products are sort of meant to be um, designed in an assortment so that you can, if you start taking one, you can't take another. And then, um, so look at our website, email, DM us. And then we also spend a ton of time on our Instagram trying to educate to these things. But all of it comes down to, we want to be overly transparent about what is in our product. So we'll tell you, you know, where every ingredient comes from. We third-party test everything so that we can, you know, guarantee what is actually on the label is in the products and nothing more is the more you spend time in the supplements industry, the more you learn how much of a kind of the wild, wild west it is. And there isn't good sort of standardization across the industry. 
I can only imagine, and especially I feel like as this industry is like blown up even more so, you know, and just become a lot about packaging and labels and and whatnot. So quality, I love the quality. As a new-ish mom, like what are some of the things that you're recognizing about your body and your nourishment and, you know, how even needed has supported your journey? Yeah, so I can give a preview of that, of um, of something that's going to come and where it's fun, you know, running a supplements company and being a total tinkerer myself to figure out where can product assortment go and how to meet needs. But I think like a lot of moms, I had a tougher transition back to work than I expected. I had a like a very easy pregnancy. It was lucked out, a very easy birth, a super like fast recovery that my um like just giving this in the context my like midwife was like I haven't seen someone like you know recovering this quickly but then when I got back to work I think the transition to being on screens and then breastfeeding constantly and the sad part about breastfeeding for us women is that um prolactin the hormone that you need in order to make breast milk is an antagonist with dopamine the hormone that you need for like quick smart thinking and it's sort of the like ultimate, like, oh, aha for women, because, you know, you, we want to do it all. We want to be the like mom's caretaker and, you know, you want to perform well at work. And like, it's sort of funny that these two hormones are an antagonist for each other. And I really struggled with that coming back to work of focus and, and then finding, you know, herbal products and supplement products that um, were safe for breastfeeding that could help with focus was something that I struggled with for a while because again you I didn't want to throw off my milk supply but I wanted better concentration and so I tinkered with um, a lot of different options and we will have a focus a breastfeeding safe focus support products coming out next year that I hope can help a lot of others but Anyways, it's one of those sort of lucky me that I got to be able to sort of identify problems and then um, find solutions both for myself and for others. Wow, how cool. And also just that you had the awareness of what was happening inside of your body and from a biochemical place and from a physiological place and from emotional space to then be like, okay, I know I'm not alone here and hey, cool, I have a supplement company where I can try to work on a solution here. And I'm excited for that to be shared with people because I know I've heard from friends who breastfeed, like they definitely have had the transition, trouble transitioning back to work, but also just noticing too that when they're breastfeeding, they're like scrolling, doom scrolling um, because it's late at night. What else do they have to do to kind of entertain themselves. And so I'm curious how that might even affect them to just feel maybe more focused and present with baby, if that's what they want to do. Not totally. I, I definitely personally try to use like the breastfeeding time. I mean, during the middle of the workday, if she comes in and feeds, because my daughter still doesn't take a bottle, like I'm sort of like on Zoom calls and she's underneath the screen and I'm like typing away, but certainly for her like morning and evening feed, I try as much as possible to just like meditate or just like be present with her and work on breathing during that time to just be off the technology as much as possible but it's hard and that like default to the endless phone scroll is easy yeah especially when you're running a business and you know being sole parent 
most of the time. <laughs> um, Ryan, thank you so much for sharing your wisdoms and just, I'm really excited for you and for the growth of this company. It's been so fun to watch. Where can people learn more about you and learn more about Needed? Well, thanks, Wade. And it's, it's an honor to be here and fun to just sort of see the evolution of, like, I think if folks don't know, Wade and I actually have known each other since high school. So we've seen a lot of evolutions sort of of ourselves over time, which is, I mean, I shouldn't say that. I mean, I feel like you're like, we're very similar in a lot of ways to who we were, but on that sort of like growth journey and feeling, you know, seeing you shine even more brightly in who you are. It's just awesome. You can find me, uh, Needed is the company name. This is needed.com and we're at Needed on Instagram. I hope you will follow along. Thanks so much, Ryan, for sharing your wisdom and your insights. So I want to take a moment to just pause and think about supplements and our relationship to supplements. As I mentioned in this episode, I have had a not so great relationship with supplements in the past. Like taking a vitamin as a kid, it would make me super nauseous. I would even kind of gag at the chewable vitamins. And I always had this belief that I could get everything I needed from the food that I'd eat. However, it's just kind of impossible the way that our food system is set up. I love that Needed has this visual of, you know, we need two cups of mushrooms a day for the amount of vitamin D that we need. We need five cups of broccoli for the folate that we need. We need three cups of carrots for the vitamin A beta carotene that we need, right? So forth and so on. And so it's just so interesting, like how much can we actually feed our body and fuel our body and nourish our body with our modern lives with the amount of time we have with the amount of time it takes to prepare food and buy food if we're lucky enough to have access to fresh vegetables and fruit and meat so recently I've been exploring how to just more deeply connect to my body from this biochemical place and doing the panel that I mentioned in our conversation today really helped me get an insight into what was happening inside of my body. That gives us data. And then I love to bring my mindfulness practice into the mix where by having mindfulness muscles engaged allows me to be able to have interoception, this ability to connect inwards, to sense inwards of what's happening inside of my body. And so I can tune in to recognize energy shifts and mood shifts and uh, fogginess or feeling of present or stress increase or decrease, right? So having that awareness. And so I never thought that paying attention to myself on this deeper cellular level could support my energy and mood. And that has completely shifted over the last few years. I think this has been inspired because of many reasons. One, like thinking about kids in the near future and thinking about what does my body need to feel like and be like to be really strong to grow another life inside of me, as well as thinking about my hormones and recognizing how do hormones add to my moods and irritability and how to find some more balance within that. 
So I've been exploring this for many years from these different angles. And adding this women's health plan into my life, I am intentionally connecting it to my morning rituals. And right now, if you've followed along, kind of every season, I feel like my rituals take a different spin, meaning the light is different, my time is being spent differently, my energy is different. And so every season is an opportunity to check in with myself and readjust my rituals so that they're supporting me. They are offering these mindful moment pauses for me to check in and be really intentional with my needs, my emotions, my thoughts, my beliefs, and just hold that sacred space. This winter, I have been exploring shifting things slightly. So I'm not meditating first thing anymore. My ritual has kind of expanded and transformed where I'm waking up, I'm juicing first thing. So having some mindful moment cooking opportunities to slow down, to wake up, to think about the nutrients that go inside my body. If you follow along, on Instagram with me, you'll know that I've been doing these sunrise chasing walks. So then I will go on a sunrise chasing walk in the morning, which is anywhere from 10 to 20 minutes, an opportunity to connect with the morning light, to move my body, to breathe. Then I'll come home and I will meditate for anywhere from 10 to 20 to 30 minutes. And then I will go up and have a more hearty breakfast. And that is where I've added my needed supplements into my ritual practice as this form of nourishing myself. And that has allowed me to stay really consistent with taking them thus far. And I say thus far because sometimes when you're on a new kick for a few weeks, it feels really strong and then sometimes you fall off and that's totally natural and normal and then there's an opportunity to come back. So, so far, things have been going really well. I also think because I can start to just even in a short amount of time feel a sense of balance and maybe that's a placebo effect, but I definitely am feeling more balance and it just feels really good to know that I am nourishing my body in a different way. So I share that because sometimes when we add supplements in, we totally can forget about them. They can get pushed away or we can be really hot and heavy with them for a little bit. And so having the supplements out and visual has been really helpful for me and incorporating them into my rituals has been really helpful in connecting me to my values of why, you know, why am I prioritizing taking these supplements? So if you're interested in exploring more of needed, check out the resources in the show notes. There's a coupon code if you want to try needed or sample some of their products. They have products for people who are not trying to get pregnant, people who are trying to get pregnant, people who are pregnant and postpartum. So there's a plethora of really awesome resources there. Also, if you're interested in exploring more about how to create rituals in your life and really think about these mindful moments and how you get to slow down and connect to self, head on over to centeredinthecity.org, sign up for your seven-day free trial, and have an opportunity to build these intentional rituals into our life that offer the sense of structure, stability, and groundedness so that we can show up 
in our life feeling more present, connected, focused, loving. So thanks so much for listening. If you found this episode helpful, please take a moment to share it with a loved one. And I'm wishing you all healthy, happy holidays. And until next time, stay centered.